Hey hey, I'm still alive. It's the 12th of May 2021 and I'm still in Mexico in some dusty cowboy town somewhere in Oaxaca state and it seems like it's just getting hotter and hotter for every day. So today is the International Nurse Day, the Receptionist Day, Limbic Day, Fibromyalgia Awareness Day, Root Channel Appreciation Day, Udomenter Day, Not Fudge Day, Donate a Day of Wage to Charity Day, Sir Shift Workers Day. Yes, and it's also the Mexican Mother's Day, and we get Ani Sprinkle, our spiritual mother that helped to inspire to create the world's first ecological social porn website, fuckforforest.org. Happy Mother's Day! We get our inspiration from your mother, your brother's up, my sister and my brother too. We love you Now we're here living on our own We call you up on the telephone Now and again I'll pick up a pen and write to you Okay, what a uh, testing, testing. We are inside. Testing, testing. Okay, we are uh, horny and inside the uh, bipolar circle studio in uh, dusty cowboy town, Oaxaca. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm horny like hell because I haven't, I've been isolated here. Okay, I'm gonna try to do my radio voice. I've been isolated here in the dusty cowboy town in uh, uh, Oaxaca, where I my dick has been tricked by the coronavirus uh, and different kind of like stressy experiences with human beings into a point where I don't want to go and find sex partners. I'm sexually frustrated. Okay, but, uh, but that was not what I'm going to say. Maybe wrap your dick in some earth? Ah, uh, yeah. The planet is less complicated many times than, like, nature is less complicated than human beings. Uh, when we started Fuck for Forest, was actually inspired by a very beautiful woman called Annie Sprinkle. And she's working with uh, another beautiful woman that has, they are actually a couple living together, been together the last 20 years. Her name is Beth uh, Stevens. She and Annie Sprinkle has the last uh, 10, 12, I don't know, like qu quite long time actually developed an eco-sexual movement that is eventually a lot inspired from the rebellious uh, punk rock uh, sexual expression that Fuck for Forest was doing, uh, starting 15 years ago. So for you that don't know Annie Sprinkle, she was an ex 
porn star, sex worker, sex educator. She had um, a doctor in sexology, performance artist, human rights activist, and more. And now ecosexual. Was that you farting at the same same time you said ecosexual? Ecosexual. Yes, and you farted exactly when you said that. Was that uh, was that God or was that you planning it or I don't know? Okay, so um, she has uh, we fall in love with her when she did the show her story of porn in Oslo where we first time met Annie Sprinkle and we met her again in Berlin trying to give her a poster on a seminar about sex and spirituality where we got thrown out because we. Uh, we yeah, I don't know, use the word fuck. Uh, pretty young and stupid, uh, kind of horny, uh, not compromisable people that is not connected to the art and academic scene. I don't know. Anyway, we didn't were accepted so much there. Annie Sprinkle wanted to meet us. The organizers didn't want us there. Well, we gave her a poster. We, But uh, yeah, all this stuff we tried, we, we were very much inspired by her. Now we're a little bit sad about that we didn't try a little bit more to connect, maybe. Well, we were living in our own little bubble, doing fuck for forest, in the moment, enjoying, having fun, doing our own parties. We kind of didn't care about the rest of the world as long as fuck for forest was running and working. (laughs) Exactly. Just like uh, hyperactive kids, uh, Annie was our mother, our spiritual mother, creating fuck for forest, Uh, not we created fuck for forest. But she was a very important uh, inspirational point and somehow educated us with her background in pornography and her ideas about the human body and sexuality uh, through her expression, educated us that we could use that, uh, we could explore that and go even further. And we kind of saw her as our mother and we are kind of like the rebellious kids that, okay, fuck this, we're going to do it our way. And we did it our way. Yes, we did. And then we also have in the studio best Stevens, that is an art professor, artist, activist, movie maker, founder of the Earth Lab and ecosexual. Yes, we don't know her so much, so it will be an uh, extreme pleasure, uh, great pleasure uh, uh, to meet uh, her also. Uh, yes, yes we, so never, we never met, met uh, Beth in person. And talk to both Annie and Beth together that has been doing a lot of the most important parts of the eco-sexual movement, something Fuck for Forest were doing very early, but we were choosing to call it eco-pornography because pornography in Norway at the time we started was forbidden. And we wanted to touch the values about why humans are destroying the planet on one side and at the other side are not able to watch normal human beings having kind of normal sex. Uh, They even call normal sex hardcore porn, something that I find extremely offensive since sex between consensual people, even when it comes to spanking or fetish, if it's consensual, what's hardcore about it in a world where we have uh, extreme abuse and violence uh, around us all the time and uh, consensual sexuality should actually be one of the more beautiful parts of life and be able to use that to save nature. Should be the most beautiful you can do. But uh, so the difference with their project and our project, Fuck for Forest, at the time was that we were locally based and we traveled around the festivals and did a party thing. We never really did big tours, organized. Every time we got invited for any of these kind of events, we always did the 
something that broke their rules and we never really got invited for the next event. Not all the time. We did actually, but we were, were sometimes not following the more uh, clean political idea. It was a riot, no? It was like, okay, you destroy the planet. Here's my body and sexuality. Fuck for forest. Come like, here's my sexual act in your face of your destructive ideas about how the world should work or how w values. Exactly. So is when we, we got did get invited for, uh, for example, in, I don't remember where, in what country, France, France I think. In the ecological, ecological place, place where the people that throw us out during the performance. Exactly. And uh -huh. we got invited for some other in Italy, but they didn't even dare to have us on the... Yeah, we got thrown out from a place in Italy. Like we were, the, the guy said that we could do sexual stuff and we were like, and he saw our expression when he said it. And then I think he talked to his producers and they were like, I, I think they're probably, they're probably serious about what so they're doing. So what they did was putting something in front of us so they we couldn't show our bodies. And then they kicked us out after two minutes. We didn't have the time to do anything. And then they kicked us out from the actual event place. They kicked us out with, with security and shit drag us out and they paid for us coming to Rome to do this shit and they told us to like, be edgy so people <laughs> didn't really like yeah we were not so people didn't take us so serious in this kind of scene they were afraid of us they didn't, could not invite us because they were afraid of we might just fuck in front of you we might just take our clothes off and just have sex imagine like a bomb exploding right in your moralistic like safe reality where all life is beautiful it will just tear down your 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 world and mind and make all your children perverts forever while uh, Annie and Beth did almost the same thing but because they were maybe older, maybe wiser, maybe educated, maybe educated. They got taken serious and they could do, had more freedom in the end to do more things. They had more freedom. They also got a lot more annoying people, part of their team that they actually don't believe in. Okay, sorry. The, a lot of the people that also were in the Fuck for Forest team didn't believe in the ecological part. Not. They just, they just wanted orgasms. orgasms, group sex, and that was it. And we love we, we love them. Without you people, it wouldn't be possible. It's not everyone that have the same kind of idea, like really, really believe in what they're doing. It can still be funny. It can do, still be inspiring. Do you know that ecosexual, to be ecosexual now is um, sexual orientation? Um, yeah. Well, I only have sex with dead trees. Is that like, is that eco-sexual, like uh, necrophilia? Eco-necrophilia <laughs> eco sexual orientation. I only have sex with compost and dead shit, dead trees. Uh, I tried dead bugs one time. Have sex with them or eat them? Uh, have sex with them. Ugh. Yeah, I know. It's mm -hmm. like, that was not so cool. I like, I like more like compost. It's slimy and rotten. So it's like, fuck the compost. Like, I'm not so much into the smell. If you come though. in the compost, also the, you come with compost together, not creating life, but creating compost that will create life. You like merge your life energy with the rotting parts of nature that somehow retransform its energy into like a kind of Buddhistic expression of retransformation of all energetic forms of of life in through your sperm or your pussy juice and down in the compost. 
Yeah, now we got the compost even here in our dusty cowboy town on our balcony. So now, Tommy, you are welcome to put your sperm in there. It would be a lot of masturbation from now. Okay, so yeah, usually we talk a little bit longer to people. Uh, we had a really good time. So I think I, I was afraid of... Uh, that's the thing, like I respect these people so much that I didn't push them to talk longer. That's a crazy, no? How you like somehow like feel, okay, this is these people... Uh, they didn't change my life. Uh, well, Annie, she didn't change my life. But her ideas was inspiring parts of me that made me change my life. And I have to say that she was she's an element in my reality that pushed me to be in the place. I wouldn't be here in Mexico now if it wasn't for, for Annie Sprinkle. So thank you, Annie, for being here isolated on the fucking mountaintop in the middle of nowhere land. Like, uh, okay, goodbye, the group sex behavior in Berlin. Goodbye, all kind of decadent life. And like planting shit there in the mountains of Mexico. Because, so you, oh no, fuck all that group sex shit and all that fucking great like party time with the orgies was because of you also. So thank you. Okay, so uh, now we're talking yeah, a lot about that. But uh, uh, now we're not doing intro anymore. Now we're doing down outro. Uh, no, this is an intro outro. It's like okay, intros okay. goes in and out, in and well, out. Well, now we are welcoming us two nice guests to our studio. We are welcoming uh, one uh, that is the most important fuck for forest uh, inspiration ever, and uh, her partner that we didn't know about in the time. Uh, we started and now we're getting to know that is also part of the ecosexual movement, a great artist, a great human rights activist, a great ecologist, Beth and Annie, come Welcome. and have a great rebirthday show with us now. It's your birthday, happy birthday, it's your birthday, happy birthday. Radio voice. Uh, I've been listening to Bipolar Circle and the Rebirthday Show, uh, and I sound annoying. <laughs> I think I forgot to do my radio voice, uh, Leona. Well, you? I definitely don't like my radio voice. You don't like it? I think you have a very good voice. Mm. Perfect voice for the radio. I think you're always judging yourself more than you judge others. Testing, testing. Today we are going to talk to two people again on Zoom. It's going to yeah. be interesting if we manage. Uh, did you send the Zoom link to both of them? Yeah, I sent the Zoom. So we want to see how that will work. Okay, there's Annie. Oh, oh, wow. You're just coming on just like that. Just we didn't get even. Hi. Both of you together. We didn't have That's any chance to get nicer. ready. <laughs> We're just sitting there doing like an intro or something. You hear us? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You hear us but good? I have to go pee first okay. and get a, a drink. Fine. Do we, can we start in a few couple minutes? Yeah, definitely. We, we were kind of uh, expecting to wait a little bit longer. so We were just testing the sound, yeah. so that's perfect. Okay, like three minutes. Okay, so there we actually got uh, our guests into the studio, and that's uh, Annie Sprinkle and Beth Stevens. Uh, 
Uh, I'm a little bit nervous. Why? I don't know. Because we got inspired by... Don't be nervous. Well, I, I'm nervous all the time when I, I'm, I have a nervous problem. That's why <laughs> I'm like trying to do this bipolar circle now to get back in like kind of like the, the social life again after this corona lockdown. You know, so it's uh, more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting here and waiting for our beautiful guests to come in to our cyber studio. And uh, that's Annie and Beth. Uh, that is uh, ecosexuals, something we also are. And uh, I don't know, I'm now without Leona. She's also making a pee. It's the thing people are doing right now. So I'm talking on my own. We got inspired from okay, I'm uh, back. Annie, Annie Sprinkle, many, many years ago, 2003, I think, in Oslo, uh, me and Leona uh, being kind of like uh, thinking out our ideas about how to use sexuality or use pornography, actually, uh, as a way to express other ideas than how it usually was. And Annie Sprinkle managed to kind of push our ideas out of our little bubble into a new more developed idea and now hey hey hi hi hey hey great to see you it's so nice that hey, you are hey. together we expected you actually to to come on two different cameras so we're really oh. nice to have you on the same screen same screen oh. with us there's our dog butch hey butch okay butch where are you guys uh, right now we're in san francisco oh wow <laughs> We are in Oaxaca state, in a small oh, wow. town. In a small dusty cowboy city um, under a mountain that has one of the highest biodiverse um, ecological ecosystems uh, on the planet. It's one of the hotspots of biodiversity on the planet. 30 different oh, cool. hotspots also in a center of like ancient Zapotec civilization that predates the Maya and stuff like that. If you're interested in old extinct civilizations and not only in our civilization that is going towards the same maybe <laughs> or maybe not i love oaxaca yeah you've been yeah. in oaxaca oaxaca the state puerto angel puerto escondido oh yeah town. it's really beautiful the, the whole C state cipolita is one of the only public nude beaches in Mexico, it's close to Puerto Escondido. So if you're back in in Oaxaca, you should go and check out Cipolita. It's a very like open-minded kind of uh, freaky art place oh, yeah. where you can also be naked, and it has it's developing more and more like a swinger culture also. First, first, hey, 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 Annie, hey, Beth, can you please in introduce yourself to our listeners? We know you a little bit. Okay, I'm Annie Sprinkle, and I. Um, I'm in San Francisco here with my partner and collaborator, Beth Stevens. We've been together for 20 years making uh, all kinds of art projects about love and the earth and eco-sex and imagining the earth as lover. And, and we love to get dirty. We love being dirty, dirty ecosexuals, <laughs> and we love to invite people to get dirty with us. I'm Beth Stevens. Uh, I've been with Annie for 20 years also, <laughs> and uh, we can't believe that. And uh, we, we, we just got our crypto URL, ecosexual.crypto, just now, <laughs> in honor of you all. 
Great. And we have been we have been inspired by Fuck for Forest's idea of of doing uh, sexy art for the earth. And Sex ecology, also known as ecosexuality, is a radical form of environmental activism based around nature fetishism, the idea of the earth as a lover. It invites people to treat the earth with love rather than see it as an infinite resource to exploit. It was founded by Elizabeth Stevens and Annie Sprinkle who describe themselves as two ecosexual artists in love, whose manifesto is to make environment activism more sexy, fun, and diverse. Sex ecology employs absurdist humor, performance art and sex positivity, which Stevens claims may produce new forms of knowledge that hold potential to alter the future by privileging our desire for the earth to function with as many diverse, intact and flourishing ecological systems as possible. The couple promote education, events such as the Ecosex Symposium, and activism, such as protecting the Appalachian Mountains from mountaintop removal. Rumors and myths say that Beth and Annie got inspired a lot by FuckForForest.org, the world's first erotic ecological organization, and that the work of Fuck for Forest, founded in 2004, was the pioneer start of early ecosexuality. You can see that. See your poster right behind oh, us? Yeah. I mean, oh, well, yeah, let me show you. I was, I, that's, yeah. There's a ladder in the way, but... Look what, look what we have right here. Do you see your poster? Wow. Nice. Oh, wow. That's so nice. We had it beautifully framed. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Can you see it? Yeah, amazing. Wow. That's cute. So you're with us all the time. Thank you're you. Right in, you're right in our house with us. We live together with you. Yeah. <laughs> For 20 years. Wow. Am I ecosexual? I might just be eco-sexual. I like swimming naked. I have rolled in earth, climbed tree, masturbated on trees, or with trees, had sex on the fields. I do like it. I do get excited by it. Maybe I'm eco-sexual. Me and Leona have been together for 16 or 17 years soon, so we almost have the same amount of time. We're also starting to have more time on our back, both with Fuck for Forest and with our life. Yeah. Wow. No, when I, I first met both in Norway when I was doing a performance called Hurst, Annie Sprinkle's Herstory of Porn, right? Exactly. You came to that. Both came to that. We had a big fight with your manager because he thought we were anti-porn people and we were doing research on you because we felt really attracted to, to the information about your show and stuff. And me and Leona were working out uh, ideas about how to use sexuality as performance art. And your manager thought, because I was like doing a radio show in a kind of like leftist political radio and your manager thought I was there to make problems. So we got kind of like pushed away and he didn't want us to meet you and I managed to meet you and I gave you one Norwegian psychedelic mushroom uh, as a gift. Oh, oh, I'm sorry that happened. That's terrible. And then in <laughs> Germany, they, they, we, I was late. We were late coming to a conference and you were waiting for us and we had a terrible rocky start, but we're here. We love you and love what you do and send good wishes and i'm sorry for no, the mishaps we actually, don't don't like we got protested. 
Yeah, we we got really protested in Norway by anti-porno. Uh, yeah, but the Uttar, the Uttar has also been yeah. on us. We had to deal with them also four times. Yeah, they're mean. <laughs> they are mean, Uttar. Uttar. <laughs> no, they're, they're not trying to protect anything. They're trying anything. to protect everyone. No, they're not. They're not know. trying to protect anything. You're the real they're feminists. You're the old school culture. real feminists. And those people just try to make problems because they don't know how to get a good orgasm with nature like you people are doing. They don't know how to reconnect like their that. orgasm to the earth. So they're a little earthy that's and then they go out in space and start to judge other people. So that's their trip, no? You're just a dirty weekend. You're not my lover and you're not my friend. You're just a dirty weekend. You're not my lover and you're not my friend. You came here to satisfy your hunger. Never left your name and your number It took a while but you were such an easy catch No one ever told you that guilt's an aphrodisiac Lick your lips and sip your magic potion Dip into your bag of loops and lotions Forget about the art of conversation No need to talk with this much lubrication just a dirty weekend You're not my lover and you're not my friend You were just a dirty weekend You're not my lover and you're not my friend The hotel room is shaking like an earthquake The glass shatters with the echo of our first date Pretty soon you'll be singing like a caged bird So shut your mouth but don't forget the safe words It's been a while, I need to get some practice in I'll tie you down and reinforce the mattress springs Our brains flood with every kind of chemical Whisper it now into my ear You are incredible You were just a dirty weekend You're not my lover Just a dirty weekend You're not my lover And you're not my friend Just
But it's like, I have to say, we are we are idiots in a way. Me and I'm an idiot. I can't say that with Leona. She went now. Um, I'm an idiot a little bit because we you had all this like porn uh, background, no, like 25 years in the porn industry or something. When we saw your your story of porn in Oslo and got inspired by that, we had no. Uh, experience with this subject whatsoever. We jumped right into ecological porn and fuck for forest and we never knew how to contact people. We should have, I think, for example, visited San Francisco and connected when we see what you people have been doing. And then I'm seeing like, I have been an egocentric asshole because fuck for forest attracted a lot of really beautiful people. We had a lot of great orgies for the forest. We had sex, uh, like, parties all the time to make this material for fuck for forest no but we didn't take care of our family like i feel you're i feel you're our mother you know and then we got and then we are these hyperactive kids like fuck for forest you know like using that word fuck we are educated by america by your porn industry in america we see you as like the goddess coming to norway to show this esoteric way of seeing sexuality is something we're working with we, we you, you change our life totally you are kind of like the fundament of why we started fuck for forest and that now we're like Annie we need we need some warmth you need to you need to introduce us to the sex scene the the sex workers scene the sexual artists and stuff from from California and from from San Francisco and because Germans are and you're kind of like I'm being a totally anti-academic and stuff like this, but now when I see what you're doing with the eco-sexual movement, when I saw a little bit of your shows are doing research on you, yeah, you took it a little bit further in better ways. So We need it all. We need it all. You guys were wild and fun and free and and that's that's beautiful. Don't don't put yourself down or compare. You know what my favorite saying, make no judgments, make no comparisons, and delete your need to understand. And I forgot who wrote that, but it's very nice. Don't compare. We need it all. And you, you've you been uh, combining sexuality and environmentalism for, you were the first, really, that we were Yeah, aware. you inspired us. Yeah, so what goes around comes around. We don't know how to organize ourselves. And you people that has a little bit, are older, have a background in a little bit of academic and stuff, maybe could have helped us. We could still be a little bit rebellious. I'm I'm totally destroyed by Fuck for Forest because we never had the support network that understood what we were doing. We created all this in Berlin in kind of the dark fetish scene. And you had all this network already you know we had a lot of friends come on okay you had friends maybe she had a lot of friends i had a lot of lovers no she still have friends i don't have any lovers i'm getting like i'm aging ecological male porn star so it's it's a complete i'm losing my mind years old the earth is you're a baby you're like a little baby <laughs> because i'm hyperactive that, that's that's just a hyperactivity oh, makes me never go <laughs>
She don't hate, she don't hate me, but she feels she needs money to take care of me now because I'm so destroyed. Yeah, Annie, that's how she feels about me too. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's all uh, very interesting and exciting and my dog is licking my foot right now. I'm getting a hard on. Wow. (laughs) A ecosexual revelation. A mental masturbation, academic art, rebellious revolutionary porn, activism of erotic attention, worn out ideas and inspiration, a hotter climate, glorifying entertainment, substitutional activities, dicks, pussies, assholes together, in and out of your mind, fucking, licking, planting, pretending, taking, changing, directing, fulfilling, filling up, Full, empty of all, all is one, one and all, all together, hugging, kissing, touching, rolling, running, screaming, ah, 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 the world closing, closing borders in the mind, in the soul, in the flesh, we are all there, we are all there, in the fertile soil, rotting fertility, in the erotic evolution of desire. I'm just seeing that you have a lot of uh, like people that you cooperate with. You do a lot of uh, what is happening with the ecosexual movement. When when I'm just thinking about that now, are you still working with this? Are you developing further? I saw you made a new book oh, now. Yeah. Tell yes, a little bit about how the ecosexual oh, yeah. development. <laughs> In July, we, our new book is coming out. Assuming the ecosexual position, whoops, it's upside down. Assuming the ecosexual position, a new book about the ecosexual movement. That you know what I, I you're you are right. I mean the academic stuff has been helpful to us. It's helped us get money and it's helped us get an audience and but Resources. the porn world also has been very helpful to us. 
And the art world has been very helpful to us. Yeah. We, and all, you know, yeah. We got kicked in the ass from all those different the worlds. Kind of. We do is four part. We see our uh, ecosexes. Uh, there's the art, the theory, then the practice, which you all really do, and the art, and the activism. So there's art, theory, practice, and activism. Well, you do activism too. And you do that. So you're doing. A, I mean, amazing things. And then people are writing theory about you, so you don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's but great. her job has given us, I had no health insurance. I had no money saved. Her job, she writes grants. We just got a Guggenheim grant because of Beth. She wrote this amazing grant. And it's 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 so a I could money, have gotten it without you. But it's also very prestigious, which brings attention to the work. And we keep thinking ecosex, yeah, you can make fun of it and people do and it's easy to critique. But our book's gonna really address all the critiques. And you are in our book. Yeah, you're in you're our both book. in our book. And what do you do no, say about us? That. What do you say yeah. about us in your book? I haven't read this. We said that we love you. We <laughs> you inspired us. Yeah. And you're in the world of sex ecology is where e sexology and ecology intersect. And so we created this field of study called sex ecology, like biology, but it's sex ecology. Yeah, we don't really like that word anymore. Well, mm -hmm. you know, we were trying too hard with that one. And uh, we're just like ecosexuals. I, like so I don't I like, like it. it. Well, we, we think we're done with eco-sex at some sometimes no, we go, maybe they were done with that. But no, then it just gets more interesting. The idea of imagining the earth as lover is the basic premise. Yeah. And, and exploring sexuality outside, you know, uh, well, all sex is eco-sex. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All sex, where where does sex, normal sex, like sex is nature. So it depends, like that's where I'm, I don't know, we saw many of, the, because when we started Fuck for Forest, the eco-sex was like how to get attention for ecology with sexuality and actually do ecological projects, you know, so then we saw many of
didn't check up uh, in a period. I didn't. I missed a lot of what you guys were doing, but I saw many other people in sexual eco-sexual movement, and I thought, okay, these people are just hipsters that use the term to get focus, but they do nothing. In the end, I don't think they give a shit about nature. And then I got a little bit weird about the concept because Vakfo Forest was kind of like always time like kind of radicals in a way of actually like going out there and showing sexuality to society and getting attention and then doing the ecological projects. But then I see your work and reconnecting to the earth in what you, in the ways you were doing as a form of performance art. And I totally agree with that. So it just became a very like big, everyone can say they're ecosexual now in a way, but that's the same with all the type of political terms. I guess people say a lot, but they feel maybe not all the time, like totally connected to the, to the real philosophy behind it. Well, we have different philosophies too. We're not, we're not like a singular uh, movement. We've got lots of different kinds of people who are involved and lots of different kinds of thoughts. And, you know, we're like an ecological system. We like systems yeah. as opposed to like one way or the highway. <laughs> so you can be just eco-sensual or eco-romantic. You can be an eco-maniac. Eco-curious, you know. Eco-obsessive. Basically, we're like matchmakers. We're trying to set people up with dates. With the earth. With the earth so they can connect and have a relationship and fall deeper in love with the not humans and non-humans. Yeah, sometimes you have to do it with another human to connect to the earth. Yeah, we are the earth because we're made of water and stardust and minerals. Calcium. And other little creatures. Iron. So when we're having sex with human Stardust. We're, we're having sex with like water. things that are other than human, actually. Yeah. Like yeah. biome clouds, biomes and bacteria. Viruses. And, uh parasites and all that is Ooh, lots of is, parasites so we like thinking outside Worms. the box and what is sex what is the body what you know where does it start and end and what are no more possibilities for pleasure for people that's the bottom line i think with sex a lot of times we get stuck in this kind of have the right sex do i have the right guard about you know watch the right kind of porn uh, or, you know, there's like a kind of thing of what's hip and cool and is that, you know, or it has to be missionary position and, but, um, or oral sex. But we're thinking of sex as like this huge possibility. It's a community. Sex is a community. And it's with humans and non-humans. Yeah, but then I have to come in yeah. when you say that, sorry, like sex is community, um, but it also kills people, like uh, like jealousy, envy, sex, like this attachment to each other, this need for this. Do you believe in free love? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm very into that. I and also believe in faith for it, too. <laughs> I also believe in expensive love. People can pay for love, too. Like I get a manicure and pedicure. That's a kind of love that I pay for <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I, think yeah, I don't think, hey, speaking of paying for love, you did a beautiful piece for the Margot St. James Memorial. That was a beautiful piece you two did. Thank you. Everyone was talking about how beautiful it was. Yeah? Yeah, thank, thank you. you. They really liked it, the whole group, the core group of about 20 five people that made the memorial it's like 
margostjames.com. Wow. They can see your piece. Maybe we should make our... We thought like, because I was getting an idea when I saw that, I was like, because they were talking about all these old prostitutes and we wanted to make like a, a like a old people home for old rockers in our ecological center on the mountaintop in Mexico. And then I thought, okay, maybe we can have like an old prostitute part also with all the retired prostitutes that can come and learn ecology and talk about their life stories and experience with that subject. And people can come and talk to them and stuff together with all those uh, old rockers. So they can be like kind of of a fusion of those two worlds. That'd be great. I forgot where it is, but there is an organization, a nonprofit. I think it's in Mexico. I think it's in Mexico or it might be South America. Um, it's a nonprofit that helps prostitutes that are too old to work anymore. It helps them survive. And they have a like a place where they all live, it's commune center or whatever. In Mexico. Um, it's really important. Yeah, it's very cool. Wow. They were pretty cool. Some of those old sex workers, totally a lot of wisdom in their bodies. Oh, they're incredible. Yeah. They're big hearted people. How's Mexico? How do you like? Are you going to stay there? I'm going crazy, Annie. We were supposed to come on. We went to Mexico was a part of like, okay, we make our base here because it's close to the place that educated us about sex and about like popular culture and music, like the the great falling North America. So we wanted to go we'll go there and uh, so we're like, okay, we don't dare to go in, in the United States, so we stay in Mexico there. It's at least uh, possible to do like more crazy stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are we are kind of like stranded here because of Corona. We were planning to come on like a, a United States tour and try to meet a lot of our friends that we have there and stuff. But now we've been stuck on this mountaintop for five years until people there has got used to that we're like ecological porn clowns. So now all the local people just like, ah, yeah, fuck for forest, we're totally accepted. We made the fundament of acceptance towards weirdness. So it's like weird people welcome to our place uh, because we already like made the local people understand that we're like kind of uh, mad but harmless, you know, and sexy. And uh, we care about nature. One of our our good friends is Guillermo Gomez Peña. And he's a performance artist from Mexico, but lives here in San Francisco near us. And he's done a lot of really wild workshops in Oaxaca. I'm sure you've met La Pocha. La Pocha Nostra. La Pocha Nostra. And then also also in Mexico City is Diana Porno Terrorista. Yeah, I don't know her personally, but we have been uh, kind of uh, uh, pointed in that, that direction, but we haven't had time. We do so much work with our ecological center. We are protecting like 150 hectares of, of land there that is extremely valuable. But the media, they wrote about us when we were like putting our dicks out in the face of people are doing like our crazy sexual stuff. But now when we are there, nobody gives a shit about us doing like real ecological works. So I'm like into this, like, what about like, what's what decadence is and what is like real real values and how the local people live their life and how their sexuality is connected to my sexuality coming from fuck for forest and berlin and suddenly it's such a big subject for me again i'm going crazy more complicated she's pretty stable what leona how did you do that stay stable um I mean, I have had my ups and downs. Oaxaca is uh, the best place so far of what I experienced here in Mexico. We are pretty okay. It's more liberal. People are more experimenting in all kinds of different directions. It's still kind of 
complicated with relationships oh. uh, but except from that it's beautiful mexico is beautiful oaxaca is beautiful and that's i guess is the reason why i've stayed so long but it has been complicated to do fuck for forest it's more in, dangerous uh, it's more explosive it's like the latin people are more like okay they might be open-minded but they want to marry you after three days and they have families in, after one day okay, families in their back and you have to step a little bit more like it's not berlin but uh, yeah, we are, we made a lot of like crazy stuff here also, like on the, this nudist speech and we made photos and videos and we continued Fuck for Forest. But I am personally, I want to do more seminars, workshops and performance art. I'm very tired of, of uh, putting myself uh, into sexual situations all the time for the website and I want to develop other ideas. So. We're trying to mm -hmm. make Fuck for Forest more into like a, a, a website where people share their material and it's not only up to me and Leona to make the stuff happen. So she's working a lot yeah. with that. I'm working with a podcast, Bipolar Circle, to try to get sane again. But I, I have to admit, I was about to, to go very down. Uh, this Fuck for Forest lifestyle was a little bit like sex, drugs and rock and roll <laughs> for too much, I think. And no one took care of us. You're a mother. You were not there for us, honey. You pushed us into this, this, this mad sexual, more, this psychosexual like... world, psychedelic sexual world. And then we are supposed to just like find our way through it. We like go from little Norway. I'm from Norway with this activist says no porn. Like porn was forbidden in Norway when we started Fuck for Forest. That was also part of the whole thing. It was forbidden. We like, oh, poor us. I have to go to Berlin, big city. You're not there. We have no one to take care of us. You are this like rebellious little kid running away from your mother. That's yeah, I know. You said I. she's bullying me because she says I need a woman in my life. I, I've never need, said that. Yes, you say that. No. I think, I think, I, think I need it. <laughs> she is a great woman, but she's bullying me. <laughs> Aww. Well, yeah. we're here. We're here for we're you. Here. If we can, uh, if you need to call and vent, you know, <laughs> I think uh, it's like fire, you know, dealing with sexuality. It can be so healing and so beautiful and magical. Mm -hmm. And it can burn you and, and it can be scary. You out. It can be scary and hard. And you're, you're living, if you're a sex positive person, living in a sex negative world where people don't feel the same way it's it's um you have to find uh, some peace but it's uh, also the, sure. uh, modern i'm a guy what am i gonna do i see you guys being still like so strong i realize that i'm the i'm actually the men are the weak gender right it's like they die in war they think they're strong but psychologically they're super weak most of my female friends are like much more clever, much more can see, much manipulate much more further in the future. I'm like aging, ecological porn guy. She's like still doing her erotic shows alone on the internet. People buy her panties. People buy her panties. And she's like, and why don't you sell your panties? I'm like, what am I going to do? Sell my panties. I don't know who buy my panties. <laughs> Try you know? to see. And uh, now I'm like, oh, is it too late to change sex? Because I like, uh, maybe oh. not. I think because like an old perverted woman gets away with a lot more than an old perverted guy anyway. So I think changing sex now is perfect for me. You can 
just change your your your, your, your pronouns. pronouns. Yeah, just change your pronouns. Yeah. yeah, start using she. That's it. Yeah, no. Uh, if you want. We like gender. We we put we imagine the earth as trans as all genders and and not just female or just male, but all genders, very trans. Yeah, we're not into the binary. Yeah, we're not into the binary. So there's so much more than two. I think it'd be great if you want to change your gender. There's like pronoun. two million genders. Yeah. Your pronoun, you just say I'm a she. My but pronoun is tree. <laughs> I'm so. I was like, I was trying to work so long time with like both, both like Buddhist ideas and Kabbalistic ideas, and like, okay, I'm nothing. I'm like nothingness. I don't need to. Why should I? And then I'm like, okay, all this identification people try to put on me and all that politics around it and what I represent with my life. Then on top of that, I'm like, I'm seriously confused. Yeah, I, I maybe that's a gender, a confused gender. You're in transformation, going to the next step. Oh, yeah. It's not bad. You're examining and you're thinking. It's good. It's good. You're taking time to... Maybe your pronoun is flux. <laughs> you could be flux for force. <laughs> flux. Like flexus. We love flexus. Yeah, we love flexus. Do you know flexus art movement? I don't know yeah. what it is. It's an art movement. It's a fun art movement. It's a really fun. It's really art fun, movement. and we're very inspired by Flexus. And you know, just read Wikipedia about Flexus, and I think you'll really like it. But don't be hard on yourself. You're just going to the next step. Oh yeah. And imagining it's your just life, man. Transformation, yeah, to the next. It's just life. It's the next you, <laughs> and we love we love men, and we need men that care about things like you do and like the earth and about sex and about your panties yeah we need that yeah i think you should go ahead and sell your panties yeah there you go just make them really expensive and <laughs> smelly yeah make yeah them very smell yeah very smelly that's that's good yeah dude. yeah maybe you got something there maybe just if i may try to make it even better than the women version i can find some way to express something through it I guess that's good Please to talk with. See, see now you helped me out of this already. Yeah. I, that's why I need you to be. I need you have to stop this Corona crisis and stop this shit happening in America, so we can come there and you can hug me and say everything's fine and you can sell your panties. It's fine. It's not. You're not lower because you're a guy. You can still have a sexuality. You're not a pervert just because you look at younger women. Still, you're not. It's fine. Relax, Tommy. Relax. You can yeah, do. Realist. Did you ever hear of the canned shit artist? There was an artist that sold canned Maroni, shit. Maroni, I think he was an Italian artist. Uh -huh. uh, we forgot who, but it was either... No, his last name was Maroni. Oh. So you have to think outside the box. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but then, uh, then, then back to that again, like existential nightmare, like abstract uh, ideas connected to this decadent idea of what art is connected to actually doing ecology, what we're doing now on our little center for five years, isolated ourselves for four years without electricity after living 10 years in Berlin being decadent porn clowns and then seeing those two worlds together, seeing my neighbor connected to my neighbors and performance artists in Berlin and their values together. And what is art? What is the world now? 
Are we living in a time where we really need to change fast? Is it a survival mode? Are, are you because I see you guys are able to joke about it yet, and that's the way of survival. I'm re also very inspired about your breast cancer uh, photos and your cancer uh, performance connected to the stuff that is difficult to handle and and make fun and make like art out of it. And because I saw myself like I I, saw, I, I watched I watched uh, Cabaret again and I haven't seen it since I was a small. And then she's singing like uh, we don't need a prophet of doom to take every smile away. Life is a cabaret, you know, and I was like, yeah. I forgot that, I think. I think I got too stressed and to just talk to you now and see you're able to play with life. And I know that you also are suffering. I, you can't get that. I see it in you. But you're able to use that, you know, and transform it to, to joy. And I have, become, I have become this grumpy guy. Leona. Leona is still jumping around with colors and showing her vagina. And, and like, I'm like sitting there being like, like inside myself, like feeling I want to tear my flesh away and drag my penis off and just feeling like this and I'm like okay just talking to you now maybe I just need inspiration you know <laughs> you need a fucking vacation oh yeah no, oh yeah you she... need to go to a strip club <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you need to go to a live sex show <laughs> Yeah, yeah, inside, yeah. That's inside, a, inside. That's a <laughs> simple solution. No, no, he needs no. to not work so much. Yeah. You're working too much. Yeah. yeah. We work all the time, too. Have yeah. you heard of this term, strategies of joy? It's an uh, Argentinian artist named Roberto Jacobi. We learned about his work. And he used, when the dictatorship, in Argentina. In Argentina, disappeared all these people and killed all these people. It was horrible. They used strategies of joy and had a big dance party. And he was gay and he they just partied because that's all they had left was their joy. And their bodies. And their bodies. So they, um, they did art and performance and music and dancing in the midst of like this horrible dictatorship. It was a radical uh, activist strategy to practice strategies of joy. And I think, Leona, you do that. I loved the video you made, Leona, once where you had, you were masturbating and there were factories with smoke in the background. Mm. That was so powerful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did you see, did you see like, the documentary, the, the documentary about the three first years? Oh, Fuck for Forest? Oh, wait, did we? It's called Fuck for Forest. It's called the documentary with... Uh, What's it called? I can the send... One we saw... I can send you a link if What's you didn't see it. You can... I can send you a link. It's to not it. the What's one it? that What's was made from the Polish... Yeah, I, will send you, I will send you a link to it. You can see it if you want. But uh, it's the thing is, like, me and Leona coming from... Uh, that, that's the thing, you know. Like, if you want to help us now, if you have people in United States that really work with ecology and has a little bit, like, academic fundament behind them, like bio biologists or people that have a little bit uh, experience in organizing or something like that, we have 150 hectares of protected land here in the mountains of Mexico. 
and we can offer a place to build house and stuff, but we need people that is dedicated and want to help us to create something out of these places. It can be like a refuge place for prostitutes. It can be a healing place. It will for sure be have an open vibe when it comes to nudity and sexuality. But we 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 challenge you now to, uh, to talk to your friends and people that is interested in eco-sexuality and uh, ecology and really want to work with the ground and say fuck for forest. Uh, have this place there and we're searching for people so have that uh, in the back of your mm, head yeah it's a beautiful place but it's a little bit too much for us to to take care of so we need somebody else to help too us. much way too much that's where i lost my mind <gasps> Inspiration, dedication, manipulation, frustration, masturbation, temptation, castration, divination, liberation, invitation, invasion, levitation, relaxation, confirmation, creation, imitation, limitation, education, edification, congratulation, ejaculation, cooperation, emancipation, emigration, emulation, encryptation, eradication, evacuation, examination, expectation, irritation, explanation. Experimentation, exploitation, humiliation, hallucination, exploitation, fornication, generation, glorification, elimination, illumination, imagination, impregnation, incarnation, intoxication, liberation, lubrication, meditation, menstruation, mystification, naturalization. I have no chance to go and make a holiday or to do performance art right now or to to express stuff. I'm a, I'm a, I'm more like a, I have my education in theater and and performance art and I need to express certain part to stay alive. Maybe if we had more people there that also worked with expressive stuff and more more art and more 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 flow, I would be happy. But being isolated there and not be able to express more has killed my soul and that's sad because because it's so important to really reconnect to nature and to, to work with reforestation and work with the plants directly also. Not only the art of the, the decadent world, this art form of being a farmer, of looking at the, the changings of the seasons, of reconnecting to how the plants are growing. If you really want to make love to the earth, you need to see the whole circle of life over time to really catch the rhythm of it.
58 hectares is a lot, though. My grandfather was a farmer, so I know what farming is. It's hard work. Yeah. So, um, what does someone get? What is someone? You know, are they just working for you if they come there, or what? What we, we, we need? Uh, we need somebody basically that can bring their own ideas and use the space for something creative. We are just we are extremely childish kind of fragile people. We just for for forest just yeah. went really good. And we had the chance to manifest different projects. We managed to manifest well, this. Let's up with La Pocha Nostra. La Pocha Nostra. You should look yeah. at the work of La Pocha Nostra. It's Guillermo pro- Gomez Peña. La Pocha Nostra. Guillermo is kind of a, he's an incredible performance artist and poet and activist and thinker. He's got lots of books. He lives, he's very, very radical. Um, you know, provocative artist and there's a lot of work and he he's in Oaxaca a lot. He's he's just coming actually this week back from Mexico City. But um I think you would like Diana Pornotista. I think um, she might have La Nostra um and also you know you've heard what about Pedro Solar? What about what? Pedro Solar is also in Mexico yeah. now too. Yeah, really? really great curator, Pedro Solar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he curated our wedding to the coal in Spain, and he is mm. fucking amazing. So he's in Mexico City, I think. How did did you buy the land with the money you from can't buy land the forest? Yeah, you're leasing it, aren't we, you? No, we bought you a, no, we bought a, we bought the land. It's bought in a we made an ecological organization here in Mexico and bought it from money from Fuck for Forest. We are willing to give a lot of rights about how to deal with the land as long as it goes under certain ecological ideas. What can be done there of projects? We are very open for. So we are just willing to give off like uh, the possibility we just made the place and then people have to come and do do what they can with the place no we just did the first step so we want to do certain things there also but it's a huge space so it's possible to do different projects so just a question Uh, how are you guys living in uh, where you are living do you have a garden do you have working with earth or we can show you. We have gardens. Beth does gardening. Um, yeah, I'll show you. I don't like bugs. Yeah, Eddie <laughs> doesn't like bugs. I love <laughs> bugs. It's very bright outside, so I don't know if you can see anything. But we've got, you know, different plants. Can you see those plants? See my plants? My plants. Yeah. My plants. All my plants down there. Wow. Suculentas. Yeah, nice. there's all kinds of plants. See all the plants? Yeah. So for you that are listening now, we are watching their beautiful garden. Yeah. Oh, I love gardening. And, you know, um, like I said, I, I, but I wouldn't be able to do a big place now. It's, it's, I know how much work it is. It's very hard work. Yeah, it's too much. We are doing. We, we, are, we are actually uh, like uh, we are actually more performance artists than we are ecologists like that. You know, we would have needed some experts, some expert permaculture people, some expertise. But we also it's a great place to do art, uh, especially the because we are two areas and one place uh, is not so hot. So it's possible to work all day with painting or ideas or theater or dance or whatever. It's a very very fertile place for creativity. So that's where we want to make like a creative center actually. 
And then we have a hotter place that could be more like a nudist uh, kind of swinger resort. Did you make the house or was the house there? The houses was there the when we moved in. No, parts of the houses was there. We built half of the stuff that is there and uh, parts was uh, almost destroyed and then we rebuilt it. But we have been living there oh, for wow. about five years with no electricity or access to internet almost. So we were kind of isolated. So now we are here in this small dusty town trying to reconnect to all beautiful people out there and get Fakfa Forest up and running yeah, and doing the podcast. So we kind of like got a little bit tired. We were not, I was not personally, I didn't succeed so much in my gardening work as I was hoping for. It was too much things. And if you want to have, really want to have a garden, you have to be there all the time. And yes, yes, uh, every day. Yeah, it's morning, a lot to work. Yeah, and our animals yeah. and everything is like suddenly we were blocked, we couldn't travel, we couldn't do anything. And that w was what we wanted also. We kind of put us in that situation to see how we would react on it. But now we're like, okay, we need help. Help us. We have a great ecological project. It's not so... If we're enough people there, we can have crazy orgies and do like crazy, crazy sexual performance art and we don't need to go anywhere else. And then when the world breaks down, we have a perfect place to just sit and watch the Pacific side of the the world just changing rebirth of earth well we are going soon maybe to the area of the caribbean area to make some performances and get our uh, creative sides and frustration out on yeah so so i saw you hey. did like earth days online and stuff yeah because that's cool yeah, if you if you do events like that send us a mail because we would we, I would have been really happy to be part of stuff like this so when you think if we if you if we are your friends okay. and you do something like that you have to oh those fuck for forest people they have to come in our party and then we will come in your party well, yeah we we want to do a symposium where we haven't figured out everything's still pretty everything's pretty close. you know shut down here too the university is still closed. Yeah. So what are you guys doing nowadays? We finished our book. We finished our book, Assuming the Ecosexual Position. And we're doing our archives right now. We're, we're cleaning our house. And making a film about fire. Yeah. Called Playing with Fire. Wow. And Beth writes some grants. And uh, but I don't get very many of them. I only get a few. I'm helping my mother, who's 95 and oh, yeah. blind and having yeah, a hard time. Her mother's time. a mess. And uh, we take a lot of walks with our dog, and we have a lot of friends actually stay in our house. We have um, Beth built a house, uh, took an old house and rebuilt it. So we have guests. We have a guest from Egypt. We have a guest coming from Portland, Madison Young, who's making a porn movie for Erica Lust. She's a DIY pornographer. She's great. She's our daughter, our porn art daughter. And she's the performance artist too. And we love her. So she's coming next week. And we had... Uh, We've all had our shots. <gasps> We've all had our COVID shots. Have you gotten those yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to get them or you're not going to get them 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm like here in Mexico, everything's fine. No one's dying all around me. I kind of expected a bigger plague. So I'm like, like this is a small shit. I'm willing to die for, for cleaning up the planet and everything. So I'm like, and then people are like, yeah, but you affect someone else. No, but I'm not staying around people. I have no people around me. I'm isolated. I, I don't know what can happen really. As that, no one asked me if I wanted a vaccine or not yet. <laughs> oh, and I think they are vaccinating around us. It's just that we are, yeah, we are not really been invited to take the vaccine here. Yet. No one invited us. But yeah. I mean, the problem with the vaccine is that if we don't want to take it, we're going to be stuck in Mexico for the rest of our life. It seems like yeah, they won't let you travel if you don't take it. Neither one of us had bad reactions. I'm, nothing, huh? I'm sorry to say both. Of you. I don't want to be that the prophet of doom again. But we are living on a time where the ecosystem is really failing. Go to the science and see how long time, how many circles of fertile soil we will have left. What is this crisis all about? Humanity has destroyed the planet. The ecosystem is failing. Yeah. We are destroying animals yeah. every day. <laughs> animals are getting extinct because of human behavior. What is this coronavirus yes. all about? This is not the big threat yes. to our planet. It's really like I'm yes. building up a place in the mountain of Mexico to stay safe. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We're not that important. No, no, I know. I know, I know that. I'm not, I'm not crying about that. I'm more like frustrated about humanity, what they're doing, what they find yeah. important or not, what they react on. Yeah. Imagine if we, the world would die. react. We're all going to die off. Planet's gonna shake us off like fleas. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which is yeah. where we are. Yeah. Fleas. <laughs> yeah, I agree completely. I mean, the coronavirus is our science has shown that it is caused by human behavior. And there's gonna be a lot more viruses. People But we uh, said live for today. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to stay alive in any case and see what happens. Um, in San Francisco, the 70% of the people have been vaccinated. Whoa. So people are happy and going outside and they're getting together and love is in the air. And we expect a very good summer here with summer of love and, and people are dating and they're fucking and they're, you know. But childbirth is down. So that's good. Yeah. Childbirth is down too much, not too much money around. Maybe that vaccine is really like birth control. (laughs) That would be perfect. That, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, That's the most ethical way to do it. We have friends who are not getting vaccinated and um, we support people's right to choose what they do with their body. But we totally agree. It's well, the bottom problem. line is if you want to travel, yeah. you're going to have to get one of those. Yeah, she said that to me. So I mean, that like, okay, if I want to, because I really would like to go and do something in America, like in uh, in yeah. United States of America, uh, since we are here and yeah. stuff. And now I'm like, okay, maybe I have to take the fucking vaccine. Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, it doesn't matter. Okay. If I see that it's okay, now people start to get healthy. Maybe I take the vaccine. I haven't, I'm not an anti-vaxxer or something. I just don't believe in humanity. I'm super paranoid because humanity lies about everything. They're like the most lying, deceiving creature of the planet. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to trust what the big corporations and media says to me. And it's just, I understand why people are paranoid, but I don't have any idea what could be right or wrong. Well, so many people we know got really sick. One of our, you know, we have several friends who have permanent long-term damage from COVID. Really? So, 
seems like permanent. Um, they're very sick. They just changed them. And uh, from what we've seen, the vaccine isn't as bad as COVID. You know, the COVID was really bad. Not bad for some people, but, you know. We have some friends who have long-term, uh, you know, symptoms. Uh -huh. They're just tired all the time or they hurt all the time or they're, you know, they can't think well anymore. So we would rather, I mean, we're going to, we're, you know, we're old, so we're going to die sooner than later, you know. And I, I had lung cancer, so I felt like if I got COVID, I might die pretty quick. But um, we'll see what happens. You know, we just try to stay alive and, um, and enjoy each day and uh love the earth yes yeah. it's beautiful here i would like to be in san francisco now when when uh, people haven't fucked for two years almost because they haven't been able to be together and oh, then suddenly yeah. it's okay oh, so like it would be this great orgies everywhere <laughs> i think i take the vaccine and they get the fuck down there now <laughs> They need you here. Yeah, I, I realize so that now. I have to like, I give myself for that. Like, if I live, if I live, if the vaccine is some kind of like, and I die three years, I managed to make a lot of videos in three years, and I'm also getting old. So maybe it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, fuck for forest. Uh, you had Natty and Danny. They came up here, uh, and we helped them. But you know what? Um, they would walk around San Francisco completely naked. And it was okay for a while. They did some nude protests and things. Um, there are people who walk around naked here and there's a naked, in the parade every year, they have a naked group. We're not nudists, but we, uh, I, I understand um, people that want to be naked and, and we support them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I always prefer a little something on but they didn't make any problems for you Dan didn't make any problems for you <laughs> I don't want to talk about it but it's like oh, I, ho I hope he didn't fuck you over no they didn't fuck us over okay good no. perfect okay <laughs> no, so yeah I'm this sorry. is not the time yeah. for, 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 for ecological porn because we're isolated and we can't go out and uh, hug people here in the small cowboy town we are living it feels like I'm in it's like no one sees me I'm going out on the street. I'm like the only foreigner that lives here and no one cares about it. But no, like, it feels also like no one sees me. No women look at me, no guys either. No one makes problems for me either. It's just like, what, it's, it's like, uh -huh. what, uh, it's just basic, basic living. Well, what's the name of the town you're in? Uh, I don't want to say because it's on. Oh, okay. We can write it to you. I, I don't want everyone. Mind, I read. I yeah. read somewhere that you made a movie with interviews with the Oaxaca women. Oh yeah, I did. I did a long time ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, with these feminists, they were incredible. They were so tough. <laughs> yeah, it was really beautiful. Really. Yeah, it was really beautiful. It's like 1989. And, how, and, and I went and talked to all of these women there, and they were just so beautiful and tough and strong and really, like, very centered. I was a little punk then. They, I found them very, uh, very inspiring and kind of scary. I liked them a lot. And well, you're in a very Catholic country. Oh. Yes, very Catholic. Uh, Catholic there, and here it's kind of radical Christian Cult. No, it's not in San Francisco. Uh, not San Francisco in it the U.S. Yeah. In the U.S., a lot not of not all of the politically. Um, well, just the stupid Republicans. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah how how has it changed? Has it changed now after you got this guy, this uh, clowny yeah, character, the funny, the funny president you had? The new one is yeah. not that funny. So that annoys me yeah, because I got to a point where I just bad. want fun in the reality. So I don't see the difference between like media or comedy anymore. So when they took that character away, it kind of took like, it's like taking one of the main character away from the sitcom. You know, I'm like, no. Yeah. And I got this new yeah. one and he's not really that funny. But is it but, changing uh, anything? He's awesome. But he's not a fascist either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We don't think fascism is that funny. <laughs> you, can, you can make funny jokes with fascism. It's like all of well, life is funny. Yeah. Are you going to gonna judge what's jokes. funny or not? Do start killing? Huh? Where where it fun stops fun. and seriousity begins. Where is it? Where's the line between the fun and the serious? You're getting more serious now? No, no, it's not funny anymore. I'm getting too serious. Oh. I'm dying. It's I'm depressed. Not, I kill myself. I'm drinking. I will drink I mezcal. I can't deal with life. <laughs> Cheers. Lordy, Lordy, boy is 
will go extinct. Yes, it's true. Boring. We love boring. And the animals. Did you see his son going and like shooting those big guns, shooting the big animals? Yeah. No, I no we have, have a little bit boring president right now. It's a big relief. You oh, know? Yeah. Okay. It's you're... not as entertaining. It's not that different, though. You're but right. But it's less stressful. No, you're you're right. Less... Your political critique is right on. <laughs> It's not that different. No, that I, I don't believe that. But it's more boring. That's why she says that it's more calm because you had your fun, no? But people in other countries, when you don't live in America, it's more funny, I think. If you live in America, it must be a nightmare. But if you live outside, you're like, especially when you live in Mexico, you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, more funny than yeah. <laughs> He was outrageous for sure, but the Fun. orange man. Yeah. Only well, we in the United Mexico States of America, I something like that can, oh, it's not, you have crazy dictators all over the world. It's just a matter of time and you get another one. It's always going in circles. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, hopefully everybody will be in a bed then. <laughs> Mexico is great, a great country, though. I love Mexico, and I love the Mexican people. I was... Uh, she was conceived in Mexico. Yeah? yeah. Really? Yeah. My mother and father met in Mexico mm. and made me, yes. So you're Mexican. Um, in Mexico, they will say that if you conceived here, you're Mexican. You're Mexican blood. They yeah. did? They say that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, actually, if 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 I go to Mexico with my partner and we make a baby in Mexico and then we don't go out, she makes the baby. She gives the baby in Mexico. The baby is Mexican, even if none of us are Mexican. Wow. So it's a good good thing for you people out there. If you want to go to Mexico and you're pregnant, come to Mexico when you're pregnant. Give your birth in Mexico. Baby gets. Mexican, then later you can search for family reunion where you get the parents together with the baby and you're all Mexicans. Woo! Cheers! Okay. It's a very friendly country when it comes to this. When it comes to family, they're oh, very good. family, like family is important. Yeah, there's beautiful culture in many ways. Yeah. It feels like we were born on the wrong time or something. We should have been born on the same time as Annie Sprinkle and Beth Stevens. That would have been so much cooler. Imagine, fuck the forest in those days, where the positive sex feminists were ruling the world. Okay, yeah. now in the end, we're getting in the end of the show. I just wanted to hear a little bit about your last movie, Water Makes Us Wet, because water is very important for me. I remember doing some kind of ritual work with psilocybin mushrooms, and I needed to have water connected to me to, like, project ideas about pure ecosexuality down from my brain into my penis. And then I see you have this great movie, but I haven't seen it. It would be great to see it. But what is this Water Makes oh, Us Wet movie? It. Yeah, we'll send it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But what is it about? You're, uh, you're traveling around, looking at how water is in the world today. California. In California. It's just about California. Yeah. Okay. Although, of course, you know, there's similarities to other places in the world, but it's mostly about Ca We just traveled around California. It's a lot. Annie was born in California, even though she was conceived in Mexico. Mm -hmm. But California used to be part of Mexico. So we're in Mexico, too. <laughs> wow, yeah. We have to reunite these two continents uh, somehow. We have to reunite all of the world. Like, borders is somehow, like, a little bit connected to free. What I said before up. about free love. 
and about this like want to own something or have the right over something and in the end that is manifested in actually owning and having the right over your own partner your own children uh, and it's about it's like a, a, a disattaching to the ego and I think that in the end could save ma more nature that humans actually start to think like instead of helping uh, myself all the time I start with the animals and plants no the plants first animals and when I do that then I can start to work with humans and that eventually will 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 give me more happiness than being that egocentric asshole that I am and I have been we're, we're trying to be vegan now yeah not eat so many animals. That, that's a great uh, big uh, first step. I know it it's, is, but it feels really good. Yeah, we still aren't totally we're not, there. We're still eco-centers. We're trying to walk our talk a little bit, but because we are eco-centers. But you live in but, um, you live in San Francisco, and you must have all these great ecological, like kind of like uh, alternatives to meat, eco. Like yeah. you go into eco shop. This is yeah. what made me leave Berlin in the end. I went into the eco shop, bought my eco bananas, my eco steak that is vegan, my eco this and that from kind of like uh, foreign countries that I can can't imagine that they just hookus pocus filiocus got transported there in an ecological you know way what? and I ended up in my decadent reality you know as a erotic performance artist in Berlin. It's amazing. I don't know what to do anymore. Well, here well, you're finding out how hard it is to grow food. <laughs> it's hard to grow food. Yeah, I know. It takes a lot of work, a lot of concentration. It drives people crazy. <laughs> my father is a farmer. I grew up on the farm. Then my father decided to oh, teach me theater. <laughs> my father was like, oh yeah, I will teach my kid theater and not farming. <laughs> That's not shit. My father was like, get out of here. <laughs> Go have a better life. <laughs> yeah, and be a decadent now. idiot in the world of no, no values and nothing that makes sense whatsoever. Express that to people who don't care, don't remember, and will maybe, maybe throw you some money if you do it in the right way. Yeah, and be happy about it. Yeah, I know, my father is super intelligent. Who's taking care of the animals on your farm? Right now we have our dogs here and we have cats in the mountain, but we go back and forth and feed them and water our plants. We don't have animal farming animals as we, we don't believe no. that is very healthy. We just have cats and dogs. The dogs are with us oh. and the cats we go up every five to five days. So we go up because we have a feeding machine and water and going uh, coming naturally for them. So then we just go up and shake, everything is fine, water the plants, take care of our place, and then we go down here and work again. Going between the big cowboy city and the ecological paradise, mystical mushroom mountain that we live wow. on. It's a cloud forest. If you go there, it's like has a very high and If you're interested in this mystical, magical, like uh, native kind of orc, or even like Vika, this kind of new age kind of magic stuff, is a perfect place to at least make like a scary music video or reconnect to the <laughs> mystical parts of nature. <laughs> there is a lot of water. A lot of water. Drinking water, fresh drinking water, all kind of mar eatable mushrooms you can imagine. Five, five types of psilocybin, spiritual, magical mushrooms. 
and uh, pretty like open-minded local um, environment like not too catholic they're catholic but they're like and make like a, a pussy and dick and asshole joke and gay jokes and it's because of the mushrooms i think because they still have the mushroom culture there so they are not so catholic they have like mixed the mushroom culture with the mushrooms so like if you go to a ceremony there is like a cross but this mushroom you're eating so it's a mix oh, yeah, so they are a little bit more open-minded oh yeah there's the a mushrooms. lot of indigenous people there. That's why it's not so Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The indigenous people, they've still got a real presence. What happened was that the mountain regions here didn't get occupied before like 50s, 60s yeah. because it's so difficult to get here. So the people, yeah. like uh, the missionaries and stuff, never got so far into the mountain regions. The more famous, if you don't know about her, check out Maria Sabina, is the famous mushroom healer from Oaxaca that brought psilocybin mushroom back to the Western civilization. So Albert Hoffman was there, Beatles, uh, uh, Rolling Stones, I think, uh, The Doors visited Maria Sabina. She became like a big cult figure giving the the rituals about the Mazateca native way of using mushrooms for healing ceremonies back to the Western civilization. And that's why we have magic mushroom growing kits and stuff now in our world, because we totally lost the connection to that medicine. And Oaxaca is where this uh, information about this medicine came back to our world. And that's also why it had an extreme attraction to me and Leona, because we're interested in mysticism and how the world developed and this point in Mexico have a lot of uh, interesting ideas about uh, how the world uh, in the 60s and 70s changed with the environmental movement, with the civil rights movement, with uh, gay rights movement, with women rights, with all the consciousness that suddenly exploded in the 60s and 70s was not without uh, help from the spirit. Did you all, have you been to Palenque? Yeah. Have you been up? Yeah, because there, there are a lot of uh, psychedelic mushrooms there, too. Yeah, but so not the same, the, not the same type of potency that here in the mountains. This, this yeah. Whoa! That, it did explode! It's our kombucha! I had a kombucha bottle exploding! Fuck! Okay, great. Well, okay, let's say that's like, that's a sign. We have a lot to think. Wow. think it's like a big explosion. I, I would love you guys to come here to Oaxaca. Annie and, and Beth, when you get too old to take care of yourself, I will still be young enough to take care of both of you. I will take care of your mountain place. Come there and I will do like you do to your mother now because you're my mother. So I will take care of you when you're old, Annie. We have our ecological uh, place here created by fucking and showing our genitals to prude people. You are the goddess. You, you are the saint of Manzana Podrida, our ecological center. It's forever yours. Aww. And you, Beth, too. Aww. It's so great to meet you. And we never met you before. We never knew about you so I much because we only had a relationship to Annie. And it's so great that you could come on our show. It's so great to get to meet you. I would really like to meet you in person one day. It would be such an honor. You are doing an amazing work for ecosexuality, for liberation of, of sex workers' rights, for the liberation of the body and uh, nature. That is everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you both. And take, stay safe and, and keep up the good work. And we love you. And call if you get, uh, if you need some strategy, some 
Strategies well, of joy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's to try to keep a little bit more in contact. If you make something special online, we're so happy that you invited us for a Marcus and James uh, thing. We are so honored wow. and blessed to be part of that. Thank you. So when you uh, say okay. stuff, if you know things like this is happening, if it's a performance art festival going on online or in the future in the real world, please think about us. Wow. We, uh, you're forever Great. in our heart. You created uh, our life. Uh, you changed our life wow. totally. You made us make fuck for forest. We are forever, oh, uh, uh, like, uh, you are our angel, our goddess forever. Uh, yeah. We would like to hug you if that's possible soon. And uh, yeah, until uh, we see each other, continue to have a great rebirth day party. Because now this is the rebirth day show, since uh, life is about yes. getting reborn in every second of time. And I'm on a big, as you said, I am in a big rebirth uh, like transition right now maybe you will meet me next time as a spiritual guru in touch with my aging body and my penis vibrating in my new female identity form oh Juliana that sounds good trans. I would like to meet that person trans gender queer we call that gender queer yeah well we, you're perfect just as you are so Whatever you want, uh, all the best. Thank you so much for coming on our show. It's been such a great honor to have you. Thank you. We love you so much. Let's stay in touch more. Let's be a family, not lose the connection to the family. You're, you're our family. Let's stay together and be safe. And we see each other soon. Love you. Love, take care. Bye-bye. Bye, Leona. Bye. Bye. See you both. See you both. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Tommy. Yeah, and uh, Beth Stevens and Annie Sprinkle will uh, say the most important parts of ecosexuality as an inspiration for you to become ecosexual and join fuckforforest.org or be an artist or an academic. You can be an artist and academic in Fuck for Forest, it's okay. Show us, show us your expression. I want to see your vagina, I want to see your body, I want to see you opening up your legs or touching your penis. But if you can do it in an artistic way, educational way, in an academic way, please. And here is Annie Sprinkle and Beth Stevens. It's called 25 Ways to, to Make, make love, love to, to the, the Earth. earth. Number, Let me um, get our here. slide up. Okay. Oh, yeah. Number one, tell the earth I love you and I can't live without you. Two, at first you may feel a little embarrassed to be lovers with the earth, I know. But it's okay, just let that shit go. Three, spend time with her. Four, ask her what she likes, wants, and needs, and try and give it to her. Five, massage the earth with your feet. Then admire her views often. Circulate erotic energy with him. Smell her. Taste her. Touch her all over. Hug and stroke his trees. Ooh, talk dirty to his plants. Swim naked in her waters. Lay on top of her or let her get on top of you. Do a new dance for her. Sing to her. Kiss and lick her. And bury parts of your body deep inside her soil. Plant your seeds in her. Love him unconditionally, even when he's angry or cruel. 
and please keep them clean. Please recycle. Work for peace. Bombs really hurt. Protect her as best you can. If you see her being abused, raped, exploited, protect her as best you can. <laughs> okay, work for peace because bombs really hurt and protect their mountains, waters, and sky. Ready? Vow, Vow to love, love honor, honor, and cherish, cherish the earth until, until death brings you closer, closer together, together forever. Yes, 25 ways. Oh, fuck, 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 okay, okay. That's like, we didn't manage to ask anything. It would just become like a trivial conversation like between friends almost. No? It was like, how it felt like you didn't say nothing. No, I was, it was just uh, communication, fast communication and everything. All the research I have done was for nothing, basically, because I didn't really manage to put that in. But it do was interesting to get to know them a little bit better. Yeah, I want. I felt, I felt it was nice to talk to them in that way and not just like, ask questions because I felt actually like there are friends, they're doing stuff like we are doing, like asking them would be like asking ourselves the question, oh, what is eco-sexuality? Well, what is Fuck is, for Forest all about? The I thing is that we have been, we've been doing Fuck for Forest and they've been doing their eco-sexual performances. We are living, been doing the same thing, but in different ways, in parallel dimensions somehow, and we haven't really met. No. That's how I'm feeling a little bit. Yeah, it's true. It's like uh, we've been like working with the same subject over the kind of many years in two two different dimensions, and we've been kind of like the punk rock uh, w w part of it, and they have been more the academic art. As like uh, so even if people many times did call what we were doing as art, also we were more like unpolitically correct art, while they were following more the academic and the more political side of how to be accepted in the art and activists, not the activists, but the more the art and the the academic scene, no? Uh, yeah, and we were more pushed out from, from every place we tried to get into. It's like, yeah, but it's like, uh, I think it's uh, sexual energy is what drives the universe, and sometimes the universe is a little bit edgy and uh, and uh, in your face, you know? It's not, the universe is not academic sometimes, like, uh, it's a earthquake or a volcano erupts, and that uh, can be just, like, in your face, I, I heard that the God was supposed could be like this person that is making a sound and that the universe is created through this sound that God is making. And if God stops making the sound, the universe will stop existing. But then I thought I was imagining like this, this God masturbating. No, no, like a god that is just sitting masturbating, like it's genitals that is like a hybrid of female male genitals. It and must if it be was hurt after some time, though, if they must wait so long. Yeah, but life is pain sometimes. A god is outside pain and time anyway, so God can masturbate forever. Yeah, I've seen these monks in uh, in um, Asia, and if they hit the wall for a long time. Eventually, they don't feel it anymore and they have super strong hands. So, I mean, that is probably how the masturbation is going for so many years. Probably. Uh, masturbation to keep the world continue existing. Did you uh, reach, you, did you manage to uh, connect to Annie and Beth in the way that you were hoping for? I don't think that's possible without meeting them in person. Actually, to do this kind of, uh, at least when it's for a radio show, 
Then we have to write emails between each other and try to connect in a way, but like doing a radio, it's like somehow putting us in a position where we're supposed to entertain other people than just talking about stuff. There's many things I wanted to say to Annie that I don't want to say online because it's ideas I have now that I don't want everyone to know about, for example. Uh-huh. For example, that. I guess she also like, oh yeah, we're working with something, but we don't want everyone to know about it yet. Maybe we could talk to some people that is into it about it and develop together or something, but to do that on a public podcast. Sorry, listeners, you don't get to know everything. So what I learned when I made some research was that in America, it didn't got the same rights for sex, uh, same-sex couples before 2015. Imagine that. What? Yeah, in America, the, um, when Annie Sprinkle and Beth started their first marriages, was also in a protest because in America it was same-sex marriage didn't have the same rights as uh, heterosexual marriages, and it didn't. It was actually prohibited in the California, and that was why this kind of started the first marriage. And then, but it didn't. It got for illegal in 2015. Hmm. That's that I got shocked about. It was well, something I didn't know. Well, better late than never, they say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That you can say about the end of the world also, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty late. Yeah, it comes late. So, okay, what was what you wanted to ask Annie and Beth about that you didn't manage to ask? Mm. <coughs> Maybe since they're working with almost the same as we are doing, I can ans- answer. You can <laughs> ask me about these questions, no? Okay, okay, let's see if I have one more question here. Um... Yeah, just a small fact, other fact for you that doesn't know. Uh, in 2004, Fuck for Forest got started. In 2004, Annie and Beth started the Love Art Laboratory. So pretty much we also started exactly on the same time with Fuck for Forest and their project, the Love Art Laboratory, where they made a commitment to each other to research and do uh, art projects about love. We were kind of working in the same two different dimensions, but Annie and Beth is from another generation than us. Uh, Annie is actually from a generation that is slowly dying out. That is the generation I was inspired by when I was a kid growing up in Norway, where we got the movies way much too late. So I would see movies that was from like the 70s, beginning of 80s, maybe like too late, and therefore developed kind of more like a 70s type of attitude towards music and popular culture and also porn. So I'm like, okay, I feel I'm like this, I'm like, like, I'm maybe like the last, one of the last like animals, the, the extinct animals from this time, this real, this real like sleazy porn star still being a little bit guy, still being, af- not being afraid of being like a little bit like pervert, like this little bit pervert porn star guy. I should be like, maybe be... Uh, In a museum? Yeah, or be protected. <laughs> yeah, times definitely have changed people's personality and culture all around us. Yeah. Uh, is it more to say then? Yeah, was that all the questions? No, that was, was more, that was more like facts. No, I decided, like, I also had two two pages of questions. To really? Annie. I yeah, didn't, two pages. I, didn't I, have two, so many. I have two pages of questions. I have a lot of stuff to... I, I don't know why you didn't... You complained about... No, me, I didn't really have any questions. But I you don't ask anything either. You say that because we are talking you that... You have to be like, hey, guys, I have a question. You have to break in there now. Okay, so fact <coughs> also that you should check out this new book that I wrote in 2001. That's Just Get Out. It's as assuming the ecosexual position. They wrote in 2001? No, it came out 2001. 
Uh. It's about the, uh, a little bit of biography about the ecosexual movement, I think. So that was that the new book? Yeah, that's the newest book they published. Where we are in it? Yeah. But it got published now? Yeah, it's just published. Is, why is it 2001? It is 2001. 2021 now. Okay, there we go. 2021. And uh, my reality is back to not tra- time traveling into the weird time, long time before we even started Fuck for Forest. So that was weird. Okay, now I'm back. Okay. Uh, technical error there. I wrote it right, I just don't know how to pronounce this. 2021, that's the year we are in now. So, Mm -hmm. and that's it, that's all the good, that was the good questions you feel so shit about not being able to ask? No, no, I didn't didn't shit about not asking the questions. I just found out that it was much more nice to talk to them. Yeah, it was very nice to listen. Yeah, and it was just uh, uh, flowing by itself, talking, and then I was like... I didn't have any objections against that. No, so so then it was totally fine then. We can invite them for an erotic party on the internet. Yeah, or something special, discussing uh, the development of some kind of idea, but then we don't want to do online. Okay, let's see. It's uh, I see Mani as mm, my spiritual mother. I have another spiritual mother also. I have my real earth mother that also is part of the, that. But Annie is like the purely... I didn't come out to this fucked up reality through her vagina. And uh, we saw Annie Sprinkle for the first time in Norway on an amazing performance she was making there. Yeah, And after that, me and Leona went home and we were thinking, what the fuck... She did a lot of the stuff that we were thinking about. We like making like a little bit more mixing pornography with more esoteric, mystical ideas about the world or joking with the, the subject and in a way. She had done a lot of things that we were like, hmm, we don't need to remake that. And she helped us to get... Because she did some performance in, in the show where she connected sexuality to nature. And we were like, this is good, but it can be come it can be more powerful it can reach more people that it can really get attention for ecology and that made us get the idea for fuck for forest yeah we were sitting here in our living room before we met and before we saw this performance and we were thinking about different ideas we could do and then we went to this performance and it was just like wow yeah it It was educational inspirational more for me i think i knew more okay it was in educational so for me i was extremely inspired and uh, yeah if you haven't seen fuckforforest.org please go to our website uh, fuckforforest.org and become a support member or send your own erotic photos and videos and you will get a free access or go to ko-fi you can go to buy you go to bipolarcircle.podbean.com and there uh, bipolarcircle.podbean.com and there you find a link to Ko-Fi. Ko-Fi. You find a link to Ko-Fi and to Patreon. And there you can go and support our podcast with a small donation that makes us able to buy uh, food and prostitutes for us to continue to be inspired. Yes, and you don't have to think about uh, it can be small amounts. Prostitutes are cheap where we are living. Yeah, they're cheap. So just a small amount could uh, save my sexual frustration and uh, make us uh, fat enough. More creative. Yeah, to be able to create the bipolar circle. We don't get fat from fucking prostitutes. They show. What? I said we don't get fat from fucking prostitutes. You get slimmer, (laughs) I would say. 
Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, Leona says, fucking prostitutes is a great way to get slimmer, so don't pay for... Uh, gym. Gym, if you have prostitutes. But let that be the final conclusion on this uh, show. And until uh, the next time where we have some... Yeah, and please, if you have know. something interesting that you want us to talk about or present your project, please contact us. We are open for most things. Yeah, so until next time you come and listen to us, uh, continue to have a great, great rebirthday show. Uh, now I remember something I wanted to ask about ecosexuality. Okay. About fucking earth or making love to earth. Do how do you know when earth are ready for your love? Okay, so you're afraid that you might rape the earth if you do it without like you have to have the consent of the earth. That could be yeah. Do you know? Do I mean, if you throw trash in the earth on the planet, I mean, I guess the earth is like, oh fuck this human, no? But I think the earth is really strong and tough and don't care. They do care if you throw trash like plastic, but they don't care if you dig a hole in the earth and put your dick inside it and rub it back and forth until you come. I don't think the earth care, but they do care about you throwing trash. It's a different, they have a different value specter than you stupid humans out there. It's to care, but they don't care about that. They don't care about you being naked on it. They don't care to care about you shitting on it or killing, even like killing someone on it or fucking someone in any body opening you want, even unnatural ones in wherever you want. It doesn't care. So you think that you can go out there and rub a tree and it gets happy? Yeah, I think you can go out uh, and rub a tree and it will uh, make you happy if you rub it in the right way. And you guys, please go out there and rub a tree and make love to Earth. Yes. And if you get a splinter in your dick and it turns into a blood poisoning and you die, yeah, you will get reborn and we will continue to have a great rebirthday show for you. Happy rebirthday. Happy rebirthday. Can you say that? Yeah. Happy rebirthday. Happy, happy rebirthday. <laughs> <laughs>